Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. We're all over it. Uh, we are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout. Equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai. If you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon on I-40. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Uh, Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, uh, we talked about this earlier in the week. Caden Salter was arrested uh, last Saturday, uh, July uh, June 19th at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, that he was arrested for a tail out taillight or pulled over for taillights being out. He and another teammate uh, threw a bag of marijuana out the car window. The cops obviously saw it. Uh, surprise. And then they were arrested for marijuana possession. And that was the second arrest that Caden Salter has had in his first six months on campus as an early enrollee freshman quarterback. And so promptly, Josh Heupel the next day dismisses Caden Salter from the football team, surprised at all, or is expected the swiftness, I think, from Josh Heupel is what really caught me more off guard, not necessarily the decision. No, I think we talked about it earlier in the week, and both you and I uh... – thought that this should happen. You thought that they would redshirt him, but they ended up, I mean, working fast, as you just mentioned. Here was my thing. Uh, I think it was a man-to-man thing. Uh, Caden Salter disrespected the head coach. He gave him, the head coach gave him another opportunity. He punished him, he suspended him, and then he reinstated him. And after that happened, Caden Salter essentially stuck two middle fingers towards his head coach and said, look, I do what I want. I live my life the way that I want. And that's disrespectful to the head football coach that is really trying to rebuild this entire football program from the ground up. I was watching on Twitter an interaction between uh, an A to Z sports fan and our writer, Zach Reagan, asking, you know, what are the sanctions going to be? Self-imposed, one-year bowl ban, trying to figure that out because that hasn't come right. down yet. There are some punishments on the horizon, whether they're self-imposed or NCAA imposed. And the one thing that Josh Heupel, well, two things. He has to win, but he also has to clean up this program. And this no-nonsense, I respect Josh Heupel in a way that obviously Caden Salter did not. So I love the decision, I think, We'll talk about right or wrong, mm-hmm. but this this is what you have to do when you come into a brand new program and set the boundaries, okay? Right? Yeah. Just like in anything, in a relationship, you set the boundaries right away. You say, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. You don't lie to me, you don't cheat on me, you don't do any of that stuff. Or are you the type of person that keeps giving third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances where that person will take advantage of you? Or you know nonsense and says, get the hell out of my house. Yeah, I I am personally the get the hell out of my house guy. And I like the fact that in this situation, Josh Heupel was too. 
Yeah, and, and Zach Reagan, who you mentioned, who's uh, been doing great work this week at A2ZSportsNational.com, as he always does, he wrote an article, a column after Salter was kicked off, saying that Josh Heupel has passed his first true test as Vols head coach. And he ended that with, if nothing else, there's no doubt now where Heupel stands on players who get in off-the-field trouble. Second chances will be granted, but don't expect a third. <laughs> and I thought that was really well put by Reagan there is that this was a a second chance, and Caden Salter burned through that first chance real quick, and then he burned through the second chance even faster. And so we'll, we'll ask you guys right or wrong, but I, there is an impact that this has on the football team because Caden Salter signed with Tennessee. He stuck with Tennessee through the coaching change. He was an early en enrollee. He was there. It seemed like he was bought into the program. And he was a promising quarterback prospect. But now we want to ask you guys this question. Did Josh Heupel make the right or wrong decision to kick Caden Salter off the football team? But first, let me tell you guys about our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, things get go wrong with your body. You have to make sure you get back to regular life and back to health and all the great people at the Bone & Joint Institute can help you do that. They have one location right there in Franklin, Tennessee, where they do everything. The clinics, the imaging, the testing, the surgery center itself, and the rehab facility, all right there in Franklin, Tennessee. And you can uh, go see their experts there at boneandjointtn.org. Don't forget, BetMGM, if you're watching the show yesterday, should have put money on Chris Paul. Over 12 and a half assists and rebounds. Got it with about four minutes to play. I, I put $188 on it. That's how confident I was in that bet. Had me sweating a little bit, but trust the process. And I ain't talking about the Ben Simmons process. I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns process. They're 2-1. They got, they got an interesting game four. You can bet on these type of games by using BetMGM. Download the app today. And here, here is this is what they're doing for the playoffs. Special promo code, ATOZ100, $1 money line wager, wins you $100 if the Hawks or Bucks hit a three-pointer. Best believe Trey Young will be launching tonight. Yeah, and they also have Trey Young uh, over 15 points in the first half is boosted to even money, so that's plus 100, so look out for that. Uh, right there. I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. And he's done that six times in the playoffs so far. Uh, so, all right, here's the question we ask you. Did Josh Heupel make the right or wrong decision to kick Caden Salter off the Vols football program? Uh, Jordan says he can't stay off the weed. Jerome says agreed. Got to act swift and cut the fat. The program is getting cleaned up. Danny Whitson says this is what had to happen. He had to set the tone. Uh, Tony says bottom line, the UT football program is better because of that decision, period. Uh, Aaron says right. Uh, Louis says wrong. His opinion, you get three strikes and you're out. So Louis playing baseball. Josh Heupel saying no third chances, no third strike. It's like kickball. Like you can't, you only get two strikes in kickball, right? <laughs> and so you, it, the kickball, Josh Heupel is, is what he's trying to do here. Uh, more comments from you guys. Uh, Eric says, I agree with Josh. Don't be stupid, kids. Um, uh, let's see. Jarvis says, yes, right decision. Don says, right decision. Got to get the culture of accountability instilled. Zach, you like holding people accountable. You got to like that comment from Don. Yeah, and this is an example of 
uh, Josh Heupel doing that to a big-time player. I think that is the key, right? Caden Salter was a highly recruited quarterback. Highly recruited quarterback. Those words carry a lot of weight in college football, but dumbass does too. And that's exactly what Caden Salter showed over the last couple of months. College kid or not, like, I get it. He was given a great opportunity. He enrolled early. He, But it, once he messed up the first time, it, it sends red flags, right? And, and you're sitting here like, and I, I saw the comments. We've done a, a handful of all show is that Caden Salter was the future. He was the dual threat quarterback that Heupel needed. He could really thrive in this offense yeah. if given an opportunity. And he really, he got multiple opportunities and he took advantage of them in all of the wrong ways. And so I love this for Josh Heupel. And it does set set the tone. Early in his coaching tenure, Jeremy Pruitt, every coach has to do this, right? Like every coach has to either say, all right, we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit more lenient to guys, or hey, this is no nonsense. We're trying to to win football games the right way. Yeah. College football is a unique beast, right? You have to weigh um, the things that really good football programs do to kind of skate the, the 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 line of rules. Mm -hmm. But when you're in trouble, like the Tennessee Volunteers are in, they are they're in trouble currently. We, they don't know their sanctions. They don't know their punishment. So they have got to be on their P's and Q's. This was the right decision. Uh, Ed says uh, Coach Heupel only did what he was expected to do. I think you have to give Josh Heupel more credit than that, Ed, because like it, this is late June. There, are, there are There is no other time in the calendar year where there are less people paying attention to college football than late June. Late June is the ultimate dead time. So Coach Heupel, Josh Heupel could have just suspended him again and redshirted, and we would have all forgotten about it by the time it comes. Like I'm just, I'm just making a, the point against what Ed's saying to give Heupel more credit. He acted quickly. Uh, he acted. He cut the guy off the team less than 24 hours after the news came out that Caden Salter was arrested for the second time. So I think you have to give him more credit than he did what he was expected to do. I actually agree with Ed because here, here's the one thing that we do know. We know after the first incident, Josh Heupel spoke to Caden Salter face-to-face -face and gave him his punishment, right? That happened. He probably spoke to him face-to-face -face when he reinstated him, right? Yeah, Just June what? 2nd. June 2nd. Right, right. Just a 17 few days before the second arrest. So you have to expect that. You have this is expected to when the when yeah, the situation Ed's happens. Saying, Ed's saying that he only did what he was expected to do. So he, he Ed, it sounds to me is like he's not giving Josh Heupel that much credit for making a tough decision. Is what is what I'm reading out of Ed's. I comments. don't think it was that tough. I I'm I respect Heupel for doing it, but it wasn't that tough of a decision. Like fair, but know, it was Austin, a. It was that's the, why I I was out on you saying red shirt. You can't red shirt a guy and give him more downtime. That's, that's I mean, what I expected to happen. I and know, and I was red, like, that's on. crazy. Red shirting doesn't mean downtime. Red shirting means you just don't play on Saturdays. Red shirting means you go through all the practices, all the workouts, all the uh, meetings like you would normally. You just don't get the benefit of playing in the actual jersey in the stadiums on Saturday. I just don't think that you can take away playing time to a highly touted recruit who's gotten in trouble, and he would probably leave. 
I think I think you he, he might leave, but he probably would have left. I think you could have Josh Hype. My point is, I think Josh Heupel could have gotten away with another suspension and a red shirt this season. I, again, I think he made the right decision. I said this on Tuesday. I expected a red shirt, but the right decision was to dismiss him from the program because of what Zach Reagan said is you set the standard. Second chance, I'll give you one of those. Everybody gets second chances, like Spider-Man says. Everybody gets one. But no, you don't. if you mess up again and it's this blatantly stupid, because it's not about marijuana and, and it's not about having or smoking weed. It's about doing stupid things that bring bad media attention or bad whatever to your program. It's like failing a drug test at the NFL Combine. It's a failure of an IQ test is what's happened with Caden Salter. Well, one could only assume that Caden Salter lied to Josh Heupel because I, – I don't know. I, well, hey, listen, listen to me. Okay. I would assume that Caden Salter said, I'm going to be better, coach. Well, yeah. He lied to him. That that's my point. Now he may have not have said those words verbatim, but Josh Heupel definitely ha had to have some vote of confidence to to be like, okay, this kid is going to be reinstated. Are you going to do better? Yes, sir. Or th that I think that would piss me off the most. Yeah, but I'm. That, I would I sit this kid back to, like, I, and I would. I, I I'm I am not Josh Heupel. I'm not a head football coach. But sitting a guy back down who has just told me he was going to do better after I reinstated his ass, and then he goes out, and now we're back here in the same situation. The first thing I would ask him is, are you stupid? That would be my first opening line <laughs> of the meeting to see how he reacts to that. And if he admits his stupidity, then he's off the team. If he denies his stupidity, I tell him he's stupid even more and kick him off the team even more. He just... He, there was too little of a window and too many mistakes for a high-profile recruit yeah. to stay on this football team. So right. I, I applaud Josh Heupel, but I do believe that this is the only option of what you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Deontay, Deontay's comment, I mean, ain't nobody ain't about to say, no, I'm not going to do better. I right. Mean, that's, that's where I'm at, Deontay. Well, I, that, that's kind of, that, that's where I'm at. Is He definitely said to Hypo, like, I'm going to, you know, improve. I'm not going to get in trouble anymore. I'm going to make you proud, coach. In some form or fashion. That's, that's like, it, that's not coach speak, but it's like a, I'm in trouble speak. You know, it's like you say, yes, I'll, I'll be better. And I think everybody's been in those situations at that time. So, uh, and, and Clayton says, has that, has the head coach made a statement on the situation? No, the school put out a statement saying that Josh hype or that Caden Salter is no longer a part of the football team. And we wish he and his family all the best in his future. Can he it, go somewhere else to play immediately? Yeah, why not? Uh, that That's passed. It's a one-time transfer rule. Now, the problem with Caden Salter is he transferred one time before he even practiced once. Uh, so he's got one more transfer or potential, one more well, change. What do you mean he transferred? Well, you it's the one-time transfer rule, so you can play immediately when you leave um, after you sign. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because he's got that. It, it, you know, it's not a transfer, it's a dismissal, but it still acts the same. So he can go somewhere, but who has the ability to take a guy in the middle of the summer when numbers are at a premium, especially because guys could come back if they were seniors last year? Uh, I mean, there's pretty needy 
football teams in in the college football. Yeah, world. I know in uh, lower level college football. Yeah, that, I mean he's not going to a high profile. That, that's yeah. what, that, he he pissed that away. Yeah, Rob <laughs> Rob says think about all the fans that donated to the GoFundMe. Oh my, I, I don't even want to get into that. Uh, th- thank you for bringing that up, Rob. But that makes my blood boil. That's why I ask if he's stupid, and he is. But the more, and this is what we we found out earlier this week. Caden Salter is not self-aware. And that is one of the worst qualities a human being can have. He was not self-aware of what the Vol fan base did for his family in a time of need. As Austin, you told that story on the show about his father getting COVID, having medical bills, and what do you know? The Vol fan base uh, can be critical at times, but they can also be very genuine and supportive. That is what makes a fan base... That's what makes a good fan base, right? Now, again, they have their pros and cons qualities, but not being self-aware of what the university's uh, backing in the fans did for his family and to go out and not only disrespect the head coach, but disrespect the university and its fans by no longer being a part of the program, what, like two months after it happened or however long? That That's... Oh, that 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 is gross. And Evan White says brings this up, and I did not see this, but Evan says his Instagram story said I wasn't arrested, just got tickets. Totally missing the point. Exactly, and it's a ticket or arrest, whatever it is. It's a marijuana possession. Three months after you had another incident involving marijuana and alleged assault, and then seventeen days after you just got off of your suspension. That's the point, Caden Salter, not the semantics of whether you were arrested or got a ticket. The problem is you did something stupid again that brought a negative attention to your head coach and your football team that you are now no longer a part of. And whatever you think about weed, like, again, weed is more mainstream than it ever has been in the history of society today, right? And we'll continue to get that. But at the end of the day, if you live in certain states, it's still illegal. And it's still considered trouble, right? And if you told Josh Heupel that you weren't going to get in trouble, and you do, like, again, you could smoke weed to your heart's desire if you're smart about it, maybe in the comfort of your own home, not getting caught. I don't care. But if you do, if you do, don't sit there and just be like, man, well, it's just a ticket, bro. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Missing the point, as we've stated. Right. So now on the football on the football field, this is interesting because Caden Salter, I think, arguably the most talented quarterback on the roster, but obviously the most unproven because everybody else on the roster has played in the SEC or ACC or Big Ten when it comes to Joe Milton and Hinton Hooker, the transfers into the program with Harrison Bailey and Brian Maurer. We've talked a couple times throughout this offseason about what Caden Salter could be on the field. And he could have been a really exciting player in an offense that looks like it suits his skill set, but he pissed it away, and so now it's gone. So I, I do think it's interesting because the number one thing Josh Heupel has to do with this football program is make watching them fun again is make the product more exciting and improve the quarterback play. And Caden Salter could have been a a quicker answer to improving quarterback play, to scoring more points so you don't get beat 45-17 to on Saturdays by nearly every SEC program you play. 
And so now Caden Salter does hurt Josh Heupel in his ability to try to jumpstart this rebound with a quarterback that would have fit what they wanted to execute offensively. And so now it is a setback. You you didn't you haven't seen him practice yet in spring, but it is a football setback on the field too. But it was the right decision to move on from. Well, that's the one thing that has eluded the Tennessee football program for decades. Plural. I mean, what have you had? Josh Dobbs? Great. But still, it's been five under, years. Underachieved. Uh, yeah, underachieved. You had one year of Tyler Bray. You had probably a year of Crompton, our, our friend uh, of the show. I, that's it. Right? Ainge, Ainge was good, but now we're getting back to 2007. <laughs> decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. That, that's the issue is you can't fix and we I, I'm not saying mm, uh, I, I, this is how I'll put it a lot of people and it was situational but Jeremy Pruitt was never going to fix the quarterback position that guy doesn't know what a quarterback looks like he couldn't he couldn't spot him in a lineup and that was proven with how he managed the quarterbacks that he had on his roster oh. during his tenure at the University of Tennessee. He could probably, you hope he could that probably Josh spot, Heupel, yeah, he could probably you, spot Caden Salter in a lineup. You 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 hope that that Josh Heupel has a better and you would think and assume and I think this is a good assumption has a better eye for that position. Well, yeah, but you have to job. figure that out. The Vols will continue to be uh, a a, a bad program. I, I, I will call it like it is. The Vols will continue to be a bad program until they find a quarterback. They're a bad program, and they've at, they've been a bad program for a long, long time. If they fix the quarterback position, like Dan Mullen has somehow done with a third-string tra Kyle Trask, I don't know how the hell he did that, but at least he spotted the guy. Jeremy Pruitt would... If if Trask was on the the Vols roster, Trask would have been sitting the bench because Pruitt would have known what was in front of him. Heupel has got to find that guy for the Vols to turn around the bad program label. Yeah, Don says I think his offense in the passing game relies on a lot on well timed throws. I think Bailey can flourish. Also, like the running backs, and they get overlooked in his system, but sets up the run nicely. Look, I, I think Tennessee's, you know, personnel on offense, on the O-line, pretty solid. They got they still got some bodies there. They got to replace Trey Smith, but they've got skill at wide receiver. They've got some skill at running back, just unproven. They just don't have a quarterback that we know what to expect from. And so it, it does hurt uh, right there. Uh, and one of, of those guys is gone now, yeah, right? Yeah, of like not having an option. You just have one less option and it was a talented option that you had high expectations for. All right, let's get to another one of these topics, uh, Zach. This was a very interesting story that came out in early April. Aaron Beasley was accused of some pretty severe animal abuse towards a six-month-old kitten uh, who would belong to uh, his girlfriend's roommate. And so we're going to revisit this story, and we're going to play – uh, our audio from that show reacting to the story of the alleged animal abuse after the decision was made in court yesterday on Aaron Beasley, right? Yes. And the only reason why I did this is because Austin told me some Twitter guy was coming at, could you read that tweet? 
I, 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 I will I will find it and we'll do that uh, after. Yeah, let me give me a second. All right, so you go find that. I'll tell the fine folks about CalvinAndSubtle.com, the hardwood flooring store that you need to go to, and it's store. It, live and in person but also they have a they have an on location brick and mortar shop but they also are online calvin and subtle.com 615-448-6414 pick out your perfect hardwood floor and renovate and upgrade your home rip up the old carpet one to two weeks after you pick out your perfect hardwood floor what's your perfect hardwood floor gonna be is it gonna be the rivoli or are you gonna you're gonna hop on maybe the darker hued hardwood floor to make your kitchen pop or the Angelino, a little bit lighter flair. So they have the options. All you have to do is pick them out. CalvinAndSoto.com, 615-448-6414. A to Z Sports, don't forget, we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the BetMGM app today. There's a basketball game tonight you can take advantage of. Download the app today. That's code ATOZ100 today. ATOZ100 in a $1 money line bet on the Hawks or Bucks will win you $100 if either team hits a three-point shot. So all you got to do, download the app, code ATOZ100, $1 money line bet. That's all you have to do. The BetMGM app will take the rest, and you're going to have $100 extra in your account when you win uh, that three-pointer bet right there. That's BetMGM.com uh, for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be president of Tennessee, and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Zach, revisiting uh, the Aaron Beasley case as he has been reinstated by the Vols after his animal abuse case and the charges were dropped yesterday in court. Uh, so I'm going to quickly go over some of the details from this. Uh, he was accused in early April of abusing a six-month-old cat who belonged to his girlfriend's roommate, uh, of uh, of kicking uh, the cat, putting the cat in the toilet, giving the cat harm enough where there was a, a hemorrhage in the kidneys, internal bleeding, and brain damage where the, uh, the cat's owner did go uh, create a GoFundMe account and said that the cat would have uh, trouble walking for the rest of its life. Again, a six-month-old kitten. Uh, animal cruelty is a Class A misdemeanor and punishable by 11 months, 29 days in jail or fines up to $2,500. That was That's that, right? So he goes to court. Yesterday, the charges get dismissed. And I'll read this from his lawyer group, the Bosch Law Firm, representing Beasley. Quote, we are happy with the court's decision to dismiss the case against Aaron Beasley. As defense counsel stated this morning, Aaron maintains his innocence and denies these unfounded and unproven allegations. That is the statement from his lawyers. So he said, she said, to a T, right? But is a very, very disturbing accusation. And the details that came out of this were awful to even read and try to visualize a, a college athlete or any grown human doing something to a helpless young kitten or any type of animal, but his charges were dropped and now he's back on the football team because of that. And we have to figure out kind of how we feel about this. So who reached out to you about after the, the charges were dropped and he was reinstated, 
some Twitter guy, as you mentioned, yeah. was trying to take a victory lap. So I, I'd like, like you to read that tweet. Yeah, so Chris in Georgia is getting his second mention on the show this week. Uh, he's tweeted me. He says, how do you and Bingham want your crow on Beasley prepared? You want fries or onion rings for a side? So I don't know if Chris in Georgia is pro-animal abusers or not, but I responded to him by saying, LOL, dude, come on. We stated everything with, quote, if these allegations are true, Chris in Georgia doubles down saying, not Zach, he was adamant. And I stated the entire conversation was, quote, if the allegations are true. So Chris in Georgia was at, trying to at this dude, at him right now, at tweet at him right now, right this second. And say I'm what? about to put this dude in a body bag. And I, this is going to be sweet. And I'll tell you, after I put this dude in a body bag, my side's not going to be onion rings or fries. My side's going to be lobster mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm going real high class on my side. So the good thing is the tape don't lie. So Chris in Georgia, listen up. And I have both of them. It is only fair we have Austin's side, we have my side. Only fair. So let's roll this tape back when this first came to fruition. This was Austin's reaction on the situation and what he thought should happen. This is what I think is going. This is what I think is going. This is what I think is going to happen. All right. I think Tennessee is not going to kick him off. I think he will be suspended indefinitely. I think they will try to let this story calm down. And I think he will be on the team. Okay. I don't know if that will happen. I just think that that's probably how uh, Josh Heupel and the Tennessee brass will handle it. What I think should happen is, obviously, I need to more know and more information. I, what drives me crazy, we are so quick as a society to cancel somebody. We, and this is cancel culture, whether it's right or wrong. All I'm saying is... No, Whatever happened till innocent till proven guilty. An investigation needs to come out. If in fact the the investigation, this is all speculation. This report is a speculation. If in fact this did happen, in my opinion, he needs to be kicked off of the team. Okay. That is my that is my answer to the question. I don't think he will be. I think they'll let this dust settle, but this is not understanding that we don't know the details to any of the stories. I will read. That's me eating lobster mac and cheese on a body bag because what just happened? Austin, could you, we just heard that clip. That was my opinion, yeah. not yours. Yeah. That was my opinion on what I thought. What actually happened? Yeah. If the investigation, you, what you said is if the investigation comes out and these things happen, then he should be kicked off the football team. <laughs> I mean, that you pretty said it clear as day, clear as day. Okay, so I just want to make sure that what side items we're eating. So here was uh, Austin's reaction yeah. to this story, and listen to what he says. That Aaron Beasley physically abused this kitten to the fact that the cat has brain damage and has difficulty walking. That's all I need to know for him to be kicked off the football team and expelled from the University of Tennessee. There is a different level of psychopath of to do that to a six month kitten to a, a, any animal that has no ability to defend itself. And you are a athletic freak because you're a D one sec level football player for you to physically harm that 
animal to this level means you do not deserve to have the scholarship and everything that comes with having that uh, opportunity with a football scholarship. Aaron Beasley, if this is true, if the investigation comes back and says all these allegations are true, goodbye, go away, be gone. What did you say? Again, if the investigation, the allegations are true. And it's like, I don't know what anybody could feel like. I, I, like, I remember that show. And I remember afterwards being like, I feel like I said, if the allegations are true about 18 times. And, and, and like, I don't understand how anybody can listen to any portion of that show and of those clips of saying like, how can they disagree with this? <laughs> and so, uh, Chris I, I, just, I, I think it's hilarious and some show and I do, I have to take a timeout. I don't usually do this, but I have to take a timeout because I have to vent some shows that are solo shows or they're halfway solo shows. Some, some, sometimes nobody is there to hold them accountable. And right. then when the Twitter world tries to clap back and they try to take victory laps on stuff they don't know, that doesn't fly in my lane. When I'm wrong, I will admit when I'm wrong. I've been wrong on Christian McCaffrey. I've been wrong on Taylor Lewan. I've been wrong on, on Lamar Jackson, on multiple people in predictions. And I will hold myself accountable for those incorrect statements or predictions. But this bucko Christian Georgia, how do you like them peaches? Because I, you literally tried to call me out for something that I said would happen, and it was right. That's my issue with we we fine line sports talk right we put ourselves out there but these Twitter trolls that live in their parents' basement they are not going to come at me and ask if I want to order onion rings when I actually want lobster mac and cheese as my side. Oh, for sure. And Chris in Georgia, I think you know if he's telling us that we deserve that we need to eat crow. I mean, this guy has been turned upside down right there on his face and needs to be gobbling up the most crow that he's ever been presented with, right? Because that guy's just flat out wrong and in his feelings. And one, like, how can you be on the defense of, I mean, like, I get like innocent until proven guilty, but there is a massive question that we need answered about Aaron Beasley before I feel comfortable moving forward. And, and a lot of you guys have asked that question in the in the comment section today. So I want to get to that. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you guys need to go to get your next ride. They will hook you up with a great deal. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai. The 2021 Palisade full row, full Full-size SUV, third-row seating. It's got bucket seats, captain seats. It's got all the bells and whistles, everything that you need. Also, the Sonata in which I drive, the Elantra, the Santa Fe. They have your perfect make and model for you and your family, whether you have a 16-year-old son or daughter that's about to get a car. I don't know. That's a great car to get them. It is fuel-efficient and reliable. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. It is eSports. Once again, we are powered by BetMGM, our friends at the BetMGM app. Download the app today. Use code ATOZ100. And when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Hawks or Bucks tonight, you will get $100 because a single three-point shot will be made tonight, probably really early in the game. So you don't even have to watch it. Sweat it, right? It's the $1 Moneyline wager. doesn't matter the outcome of that. But as soon as that first triple drops, bang, 100 bucks. 
in your account right there. Thanks to BetMGM. That's with the code ATOZ100 for new users today. Take advantage of that. Also, A to Z Sports Picks with our guys, uh, Alan Bell and Brian Brian Edwards, coming up at 2 o'clock today. I will say this, Austin. Uh, maybe I was just like on the cusp of a haircut, but looking back, I was pretty disheveled. This is what I think is going to happen, all right? I think Tennessee... I look like a damn caveman. No, you like, don't look I, I like... I like, whoa, was that just like a... Uh, I mean, when what that was? When was that? That was April, early April. Like, Damn. Uh, yeah, well, two uh, and a half months ago. You looked like you were becoming Teen Wolf. I this look- is what I think is going to. <laughs> I look a lot better now, but wow, uh, I was spitting facts, but ugh, tough, tough to watch, yeah. tough scene. Right. So the charges were dismissed from. Uh, uh, in, in court on Aaron Beasley. So Buckethead says, did anyone ever find out why it was dropped slash dismissed? And then um, Brock says, charges were dropped because one, lack of evidence or the accuser dropped the charges. And what, where are we, who are we talking about? We're talking about college students. Usually, and look, I think we, I value my dog's life. I value animals' lives. I do do, do that. I, I feel that. But when you're a college student and a lawsuit comes in, that I can't imagine having to go through any lawyer fees or uh, or court or all of that during college. And so usually that's one of those things where the college student is like, well, this may not be worth it because of the headache. Well, no, well, or no. or it actually goes through and uh, and the they figure out that there's not enough evidence to to charge them. So I'll, I'll reread the statement from the Bosch law firm who rep- represented Beasley. Quote, we are happy with the court's decision to dismiss the case against Aaron Beasley. As defense counsel stated this morning, Aaron maintains his innocence and denies these unfounded and unproven allegation. The statement reads, I'm reading from WVLT uh, in Knoxville there. So uh, I to answer the question, uh, that was asked earlier uh, about where they dropped uh, from Brock, where they dropped because of lack of evidence or dropped because of the accuser. Uh, it, it that, This feels like a lack of evidence dismissal. And we've, I, I don't know about you, I've watched enough Law and & Order and all those types of shows to understand how people who feel very guilty for doing whatever they were accused of doing get away with something because of you have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, right, in court. And so with a situation like this, that is literally he said versus she said, I got it right that time uh, without a she shed. But when it comes down to that, it is so difficult. We all know how difficult this is, especially involving students who are between the ages of 18 and 21 years old, which is the ages of people dealing in this situation. I get iPhones do everything, right? You got to have video. Yeah, well, in this today's age, you got to have video and or witnesses that will back like you you have to have that stuff. And if you don't, it's just really hard because he said she said. Well, and so I'm reading from the Knox News Sentinel. There was a text from uh, the roommate. One of the roommates got a text from the girlfriend saying the girlfriend said that Beasley put the kitten in the toilet. But then the girlfriend later said that I didn't ever see him put the kitten in the toilet, but there was a text saying that that happened. So it's just all over the place. 
And the crazy thing is like, uh, the kitten obviously had to get medical attention and there was a GoFundMe raised. And at the time that the Knox News Sentinel wrote this article a few days later, there was over $4,000 in that GoFundMe. And so like, unless this roommate just came up with this crazy plan to get thousands of extra dollars for her not hurt kitten, I, I, I highly doubt like an 18 year old girl is that big of a scheme artist in college to come up with something like that. Something happened. And so for me, I morally, I still have an awful taste in my mouth about Aaron Beasley until I find out more of the, the information. And I don't think I'm ever going to. And, and, and that's, 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 your, that's your personal right. And, and, and it, it, it feels fishy. And well, look, I, this is a complete, this is uh, uh, apples and oranges. I want to state that. But some people feel a certain way about Casey Anthony or OJ Simpson, or like, right. And again, yes. this is polar opposite, but at the end of the day, uh, a court, the rules and laws that we live by dismiss the case. And that's what you have to go by. And he's going to get a second opportunity, but I still stand by what I said. However many months ago, when this first happened, we are, we always have to remember that we are innocent until proven guilty. You can think what you want to think, Austin, but what really pisses me off is that these, these Twitter troll guys with pitchforks, men and women, come out and they are so quick to destroy lives when they have no effing clue what actually went on. Sure. And that's, sure. that, my friend, is unfair and it pisses me off with, with the cancel culture that we live in. Right. And, and I guess where I'm at with this, because Rob says, chill out, Ace Ventura, the cat is alive. Like, okay, but if there was actually harm done from Beasley to this kid, we, but the but court again, said that there was not evidence to, to say that. Right. But Austin, uh, you, you have to, you, you now have it, got to, to I understand, understand and, and, and you're so, not though you are holding on to this and you've got to kind of let go then a little I, bit then i need again i need to know more like, you're not for, going to i i understand that so, and so you can't have that you can't keep talking about him doing something that a court said that he didn't do okay the only point i want to say is again people get away with things that the court no blank sherlock we okay. know that and my my point is that just because he's not going to jail for something doesn't mean he still deserves his college football scholarship. Like there is a line there where if he was not convicted, Zero, of, you are overstepping. By I'm saying not that. like what you if, are if, because you are, you are assuming that you, on, and on. you don't know anything. Hold on. Hold on. I'll give an example. Juwan Jennings, who we talked about earlier in this week, Juwan Jennings had a marijuana case. Uh, he was arrested for drug possession of marijuana, which was later dropped. Does he still, because that was dropped, does that mean that he doesn't deserve? Are you comparing animal cruelty to marijuana possession? No, I'm no I'm, you are. No, it sounds God, like it. God, stop. I am not. You are making me do that. I am not. You just did that. My whole point is, my, no, my whole, I'm not comparing that. I'm literally comparing the case, the case being dismissed or dropped, not meaning that it didn't happen. That's that's what I'm saying. And yes, thank but you. The, the case said that the accuser did not do it. No, that's not what happened, Zach. There was they, not enough evidence to prove right, it. But that, that there was not enough evidence to prove it. But just like you, you have to prove hold on, it. Hold on, hold on. 
Shrike says the court didn't say he didn't do it. Shrike says the court just says there isn't evidence. Ed says the court didn't say he was innocent. I Again, like, like my point of bringing up the Juwan Jennings thing is you can still do something and the court say we don't have enough evidence to prove it in court and there's still room for moral judgment based on a football program to decide if the player is worthy of having that scholarship or not. That is my whole point. There is gray area between that to decide. I'm not talking about going to jail or not. What do you have to rely on as a football program? You're, I mean, I think there needs to be the a judiciary inve- system. I no, they can, they can make decisions on their own. And, and if they want to do a, an investigation about Aaron Beasley, and if they find out that Aaron Beasley did something like this, they have the right they, to the court his- found out that there was not enough evidence to say that he did it. Do you understand? I do not uh, think you understand okay. that uh, for I, some reason. I do. I do. I no, do. you do. Well, everything that you've stated tells me that you don't understand I, that the court said there was not enough evidence I get that. to say that Aaron Beasley was guilty did something to the kitten. Was guilty of it. Right. I, I understand that. So, so the football program has to take that, a full-fledged investigation case, into consideration when making a decision on Beasley and his uh, ability to be on or off the roster. And they did. You have to rely on that. You cannot, and, and, and that's unfair that okay. you have this more. And, and I just, also, I, I can feel it and hear it. You have this moral thought that this guy absolutely is 100% guilty in your mind, and it's starting to come out, even though there's not enough evidence to prove it. Right. But that doesn't mean it still didn't happen. But, and like, that, that's my, my, okay. So, so I, I, agree, hold on, hold on. I agree with Caleb. <laughs> Caleb says we need to read what the judge slash court ruled, not what the defense attorney said. Again, I, I, I've been saying this entire thing. I would like more information. I would like more information about what happened with Aaron Beasley and this cat that night. The only information that you need to know based on this case is that there was not enough evidence to say that Aaron Beasley abused this cat. Whether he did or didn't, I don't know what you do behind closed doors. You don't know what I do behind closed doors. Nobody knows. But when a case comes to fruition, and at the end of the day, that was the ruling, Austin, you have to at least go by that. That is the, the you go by the speed limit. You can't go 120 miles an hour down the highway. That's but, illegal. But again, like what I what I say is is that football programs and teams have their own personal conduct policy, while. If something's not deemed convicted via the court, it could still violate that team personal conduct policy that could be enough for a dismissal from the program. That's, That's all I'm not saying. Gonna happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying they're I'm- not going to look into this kitten case, dude. They're not going to. Whether you like it or want them to or not, this kitten case is closed. It's been dismissed. Yes. <laughs> And so again, I, I'm just saying personally, I, it, there's a, and it's again, a you thing, Austin. And you I, have I've been admitting it's a me thing. That's why I just said personally for Jesus. I guess you I just can't said. keep talking about him. Like he could be guilty, but they didn't get it right. You can't talk like that. That is not fair to the accused. Do you understand that? That's like, and again, I, I don't want to overstep in some random thing, but that's like me accusing you of something really bad. You going to court and then it being not enough evidence, but I'm still like, Austin, 
you're an SOB, you absolutely did this, I know in my heart, that's not what the court said. And so I cannot come out and defamate your character based on that. And that's what I feel like slightly you're doing. Well, then let's move on from it before we go down this slippery slope even more. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday show. It is a Friday. We'll get to ain't that good news here a little bit later. Uh, we do have some uh, – the NIL, name, image, and likeness, as Zach brings out his stress straw. Do, is that a reflex now for you to bring out the stress straw when you do get a little heated, or is that something you consciously think of? No, I bring out the stress straw when either you don't answer questions That's or not what get I into ar- you get into arguments That's that not what like, I, asked. I don't is, get. Is it something you, you automatically go to, or is it you think – you have a thought, I need my stress straw. Or is well, it Well, you gave me the stress straw. No one gave you the stress straw. I'm asking you, is it a reflex to go to it? Or is it a thought of, I need my stress straw? When my blood starts to boil and it's there, it like I have, I've got coffee. I've got uh, my stress straw. I have my phone. And I sometimes play with this, which is m- the microphone uh, yes. stand thing that we don't use. Those are kind of my things that were during the show. If you really want to get in depth of what I'm I do during the show, yes. but my stress straw is here and I got my two backups, but yeah, when I, when, when Christopher from Georgia calls my ass out for something that I didn't do, and then I ended up, I was completely and utterly correct on it. That cues me to say, maybe you should grab your stress straw. If you say something that makes no sense in my mind, or I, I don't like, I grab my stress straw. If I get a comment in the comment section that calls me out and says, you know, Zach's a dumbass, I grab my stress straw after I completely put that person in a body bag. So these are a, my cues to grab stress straw. So it was a great gift. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I, I do. I was never like, I don't need that. I was looking for something and you provided it. Thank you. Business partner. Yeah, there you go. All right, and Zach. I also like last thing. I also like having this, and then people join the show, and they're like, is he smoking a cigarette? <laughs> and I'm uh, like, so, no, it's my stress straw. So, name, image, and likeness is about to go through on July 1st. And Trey Wallace, a Rocket Top Insider, was on with Buck Rising yesterday and talking about how the Vols are prepared to go about handling companies reaching out to athletes for endorsement-type deals. So, we'll hear that. But I think the interesting conversation is we're going to ask you guys, if you were a college athlete, what product would you want to endorse with the new name, image, and likeness rules going into place? But first, let me tell you guys about a company I love endorsing, and that is Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. I love Mandu because I go in there twice a week. That's a 30 minutes of working out, and that simulates a lot more actual work that I don't have time to put in. I'm building muscle. I'm building functional strength. I'm targeting that hard-to-lose body fat and transforming my body and not hurting my joints while doing it by doing heavy lifting weights. So Mandu is for you, whether you're younger, you're older, you're in shape, you're out of shape. Maybe you feel like you just need that extra oomph to get you to your goals Mandu has the technology and the science uh, to help you out with that at mandu.com. Your first workout's free. 
I have not picked out my prop bet of the night for the Bucks and Hawks. Trey Young is on a heater. I do know that BetMGM is giving some incentive for that first half, over 15 points plus 100. I do like that. I actually will probably bet that. I probably won't put $188 like I did with Chris Paul last night. But uh, you can go take advantage of that. Use uh, the promo code ATOZ100. $1 money line wager to win $100. If the Hawks or Bucks hit a three-pointer, they're going to hit a three-pointer. That gives you good incentive. Download the app today. All right, so Trey Wallace, the Rockets Up Insider, was on with Buck yesterday on The Zone, and Buck asked him, like, what's the Vols' plan for dealing with name, image, and likeness and companies reaching out to players for endorsement deals? Here's Trey Wallace. It's going to be really simple. And once people start learning about this and really reading Buck, you could DM, you know, Brian Mauer or Harrison Bailey and say, Harrison, I would really like for you to come to a football camp that I'm putting on yeah. or come speak at a seminar that I'm putting on. You pay him that money. You would you would come up with some money, 250 bucks, whatever. If it's $100,000 you were paying, that's cool. But he would then submit that to the company that's working with Tennessee. They would approve it. They handle all of his taxes, and bam, that's how you set up an event with a player. It's going to be as simple as that. Companies are going to be flooding these players' DMs, trying to get them to come to their barbecue restaurant, their football camp, their kid's birthday party. It's going to be inundated, and, and I'm interested to see how Tennessee handles it. I think they have a plan. I think they have the right people in place to handle this, but it's going to be a train wreck at first, and I'm all about watching it. It's going to be the wild, wild west. If it's as simple as that, as company DMs, player, player takes it to that uh, that middleman to get it approved, and then you can do whatever. And there's do they no, have like, to take it to the university? Yes. Yeah, it has to be approved by the university, um, and, and the university has hired the company that Trey was mentioning that that does this for a like, – it's the company's job to be the liaison to approve these deals when appropriate. Yeah, well, just like the, there's uh, there's drug dealers all over this country and tax evaders all over this country, I got a feeling that that middleman ain't going to get as many calls as he should. I mean, what's the punishable? What is the punishable offense? Right? Eligibility. Like eligibility. That is. I mean, come on. Like that's if if you get popped with impermissible benefits, your eligibility is gone. And so that's the that's does the, the uh, university get punished? Yeah, I mean, uh, yes. If but the, NCAA... the university couldn't control it, let's say Joe Schmo, quarterback, DMs uh, guy the, to pay the... him a hundred thousand dollars to show up at a birthday party, doesn't go through the university, then later finds out. How is that the university's fault? Zach, that's like the head coach saying, "You know what? I didn't know my assistant coach was doing this under the table to these players." Oh, well, you, well you're the head coach of the program. Be. You better know. This is going to be bad. Why? I mean, if if all this it is going to be bad, if all it takes is a player just getting a DM from a company for a deal, taking it to a liaison and saying, "Here's what I was presented with," and they approve it or not approve it because of whatever things they need to the boxes it has to get checked to be approved. Like, what's wrong with this? A lot of people just ask for forgiveness instead of permission. That's what I'm saying. But again, it's on the university to educate the players on the right way to do this. Like that is part, and and they have been doing well, that. Trying to educate Caden Salter, he's still dumbass. Well, 
Okay, well then you just miss the guy and you move on, right? <laughs> but again, like I think this is going to create. I Trey Wallace. I agree with the end of that. Is that it, this will be a train wreck uh, at the beginning? And I don't know how long the beginning will be, <laughs> but it could be years. This. Uh, uh, I, I hope it works. I, I wish it well. I think that college players are being taken advantage of. I absolutely agree with that. But college players are going to take advantage of this rule uh, a big, big amount. Yeah, Orlando says, better question. Are any Vols going to get approached? I mean, I get the joke there in jest. But, yeah, I mean, like, whenever you have a program like Tennessee that the entire city economy relies upon in the fall – and you've got these players with tens of thousands of Instagram followers and Twitter followers. Absolutely. Brian Maurer might not be a good quarterback, but the guy's got a bunch of following on, on Instagram and Twitter. And so if Brian Maurer is going to endorse a company, that company is going to get a lot of engagement and a lot of reach and a lot of more attention than it would otherwise. So the question that we want to ask you guys is let's go back. Let's think about college athlete us. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. Neither of us were. But if you were a college athlete, what product would you want to endorse with the new name, image, likeness rules going into place? So Clayton brings up, and that's why I put the Hummer on, yeah. Ode LeBron. Uh, can a car dealership give vehicles to drive? If that's a – I mean, I don't know how – there are nuances that we don't have the public information on – but you would think, yes, that a car deal could involve a lease of a vehicle. And Brock brings up and is going to bring it up. What about strip clubs? Can you go endorse Diamond uh, or City at the local strip joint? This is an assumption, but I would guess that that would be not an approved deal by the university. And I would push back on that. Why? I, I mean, there's probably, again, personal conduct or, or whatever that, that goes into that. Uh, see what about alcohol uh, that's something interesting too because is the player 21 you have to go you have to think about that and yeah i love four loco i want to party i mean it's can a we, great can, we, can i endorse four loco i mean it's a great situation to find out and that's what we're going to have to figure out i'm sure there are several things that are off the table in this discussion uh mark i you're getting the love of the show uh, because I believe that this is going to be a dumpster fire. I, that's my personal opinion. If I could get endorsed, I mean, I'd love the Bentley dealership to endorse me, depending on how, pro, how high profile I was, right? I mean, pulling right guard or uh, next coming of Johnny Manziel, right? Like that. there's two different things. Are you a um, – and here's the interesting thing. Here, here's what I'll say, Austin. I, I – I'm curious to hear your endorsement. Maybe that sparks something. I, I, it depends on my profile. But will in the NFL, the superstars of the faces of the NBA and the NFL and NHL and MLB, or is that going to start to bleed into college football of the premier player because he has these endorsements? Yeah. I'm very curious to see that. And what endorsements are? So, do you have a, an endorsement? In well, mind? I want to read some comments first. Uh, and and uh, Shrike brings something up. He says uh, you're still using your link to the University of Tennessee. Things that UT won't sponsor, I'm sure, won't be allowed. Well, I, I know this for a fact that uh, I want to say Dosecki's was a a sponsor of Tennessee Athletics. 
um, now that they have alcohol in Neyland Stadium. I, I know they have a beer sponsor. I, I think it was Dos Equis at least a couple of years ago. So I think alcohol is more likely to be available compared to uh, the strip club. That would be so like – there's no there, – there has – I would assume, and I don't like to assume, but you would assume that they would have that off limits. You can't. You, you would think because young, of- young uh, influencers yeah. trying to influence even younger people to go drink beer. Right. So uh, I, I want to read. I want to. I have. I have two thoughts. Like the car dealership is the obvious, but as I put myself in my college shoes and just act like I was a athlete at Tennessee instead of a normal student at Tennessee. Like I had a car that I liked. It was a great gift for my family after I graduated high school. So I did not need a vehicle. I had a car and a good solid car. So my first thought was something that I always liked, like that it's expensive that I could easily, because I don't want to do a lot of work for this, right? I want it to be an easy work, easy job. But I think some type of clothing line would be great that I just get new clothes on repeat in and out all this new apparel just being sent to me but don't you get that being a football player on the team you get yeah i mean team gear that's like with a power t on it i'm talking about like actual like nice real clothes not athletic gear and a hoodie you don't wear those in college (laughs) you don't wear real nice clothes in college i didn't own a single real nice that's what i'm saying is that i would love that in college i would love that but, but and then another thing that's the best I, part about college though you don't need it you yeah i you love wearing the athletic gear because you can wear athletic shorts and a, and a nike pro fit but if, but shirt every day ability, of your life but if i had the ability to get like a really nice clothing company to just feed me and send me clothes every week and pay me on top of it i think that's a perk that a college kid would absolutely love now that was one thought that's kind of worse vape <laughs> My other thought was because you have to think local, right? Because you're trying, it's a local college. They don't have national brands. So I don't want to hear anybody saying Amazon because that's just not realistic. But I do think the local airport would be a good one. If you could get an endorsement deal with the local airport where you do like the over the speakers PSA and the terminals and you're the voice of the McGee Tyson airport in Knoxville or whatever the local airport is. And then you get perks for whether it's flying points or, or whatever the hell it is with airlines. But if it's the deal with the local airport, I think that'd be pretty badass. <laughs> Some snot nosed 19 year olds. Like I fly private <laughs> I, or, or, or I don't have to pay for a flight because I have an endorsement deal with the Knoxville airport. No, I think that's second level thought. I, I, I like that. And Greg like says that the Knoxville thought. airport is trash. Yes, it is. But it's the only airport you got. <laughs> still, but Gregor, man, it still could take you away from Knoxville. Bingo. Yes. <laughs> so that, those are my two initial I'm, thoughts. I'm, I'm, I like the Be, airport idea. Beyond the car dealership, that's the obvious. I wanted to go deeper than just the, the obvious car dealership. Jewelry stores, that's probably going to be an endorsement, right? Uh, players wearing can, necklaces and oh, diamonds and... But not for you, though, right? And grills, huh? Not for you, though, right? What do you mean? I thought you were going to say you would want to endorse a jewelry store. Yeah, and give then, me a, and, gr- oh, give and me a grill. Pointed, and then you pointed to your ears, and I was like, you're getting, you're getting earrings? I Well, I, I don't know if I've told that on the show. Uh, I'll, I'll wait on that. Ooh, but, ooh. Interesting. But... 
juicy. I yeah, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't be endorsed by a jewelry store. Um, I love the air the airplane uh airport philosophy. Thank uh, you. You know what? I'll tell you what. This is this is the first thing that I would do. Uh at Ole Miss, if I went to Ole Miss, my favorite place to eat, and when I go back to Oxford, I have to eat there. Abner's chicken. And if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But Abner's kicks ass. I love their like I every Friday in college, Abner's wrap, fries, and sweet tea. Every Friday. That's what I would in, uh, that that is my final answer. I would like to be like, hey, I'm superstar quarterback Zach Bingham, and I love Abner's. Get your fried <laughs> chicken there. Yeah, superstar quarterback going to the local chicken joint. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Caleb says this is going to kill any big talent players going to small schools. This is more about to make college football even more lopsided. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I find that interesting. But you think about, like, the big schools in college football are in smaller cities. And a lot of the – some of the smaller schools are actually in the bigger cities, right? Like, Temple is in Philadelphia. Temple football, not a big school. Not a lot of attention, but Vanderbilt. a lot more, but a lot more opportunity. Well, I, I, t- Vandy's still SEC. If you're a, if you're a Vandy player, hook me up with B and A, baby. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I'm doing uh, Fly Music City, whatever it's called that that deal is. That's what I'm endorsing. If I'm a Vandy player, but Jack even like Lighter coming at you. But even like that, the, the Temple example. I don't know why that popped in my mind first, but being in Philadelphia, more opportunity for different style of companies because it's in a bigger city. Good marketing. Good marketing. Jack Leiter, BNA Airport, big poster, Vandy uniform, and has a ball that is photoshopped, but it's on fire, and he's got a lighter. Jack Leiter, baby. That I throw what does that flames. have to do with the airport? That's his endorsement. Jack Leiter? Yeah, Jack Leiter endorsed what, by BNA. What does that have to do with the airport? That could just be anything. It's in the airport because that's the endorsement that he wants. Well, like, that's what, what we're is, going but, with. But how does that help BNA? <laughs> I'm not. It's a great like. It's a great thing to do, Jack Lighter. Like, but what, how does that help BNA? Um, people coming in all over the country saying, "Well, I want to be. I want to be that. I want to go to Vanderbilt. I want that opportunity. That that's helps the whole Vanderbilt an endorsement. I, you should know that in marketing. We we uh, we run a company. <laughs> I, I know that, but I, I don't necessarily see the connection of how that how the Jack Lighter you know cardboard cutout of them come to Vanderbilt. I mean, there, it, it's a it that's a, a that's a sounds like a Vanderbilt promotion more than an airport promotion. That that's that's the the back and forth of it. That's where it works. <laughs> the coolness of it makes you want to know more. QR code. There you go. Sign up, and all of a sudden, well, Vanderbilt's a little bit different because you get it's hard to get enrolled, but. I'm telling you. Well, uh, this- Caleb, Caleb's right. Endorsements will come from more than just the college town. Every company in Tennessee is going to be trying to hop on the Vols players because the whole state bleeds orange, and, and that's a and that's a big deal too. Caleb, you're right. Is Nashville has a mass? We know because we run, like Zach said, a business that's run by analytics, and we can see where all of these, where all of you guys are, whether you're in Nashville area or Knoxville or West Tennessee. So again, like I, I think. You know, so a company in Memphis or Nashville can absolutely take advantage of uh, of the Vols. Alex Doherty, great. I see 
this is why we like Alex as our Preds rider because he solved our issue here, right? Lighter, yeah, that now it benefits B and A. Yes, you there just, you go. You got Thank it. You. It just took an extra little brainstorming mind. Uh, maybe we should get Alex and more involved in like sponsorship pitches. <laughs> yep. Lighter, lighter is allowed on airplanes, but lighters are not. Yes, very Stay safe out there. Yeah, no smoking unless you're Jack Lighter throwing. A I, 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 one thing you know, it is like a TikTok. What are what is one thing that blows your mind that happened in the past that doesn't happen now? Smoking on airplanes. Can you imagine if there's 80 people on an airplane and let's just say 45 of them are smoking, ripping cigs throughout? What is that? Yeah, like? I, I don't. I, one thing that I don't understand is people who are like born after 2000 who still pick up smoking cigarettes. I, I don't even understand that, let alone smoking on airplanes. But like, if you're born after like the year 2000, how you're, how you like all the information that we know about smoking cigarettes. Yeah. But we've always known that information. It's the experiment, right? When you're a kid that you want to smoke a cigarette to see if you like it. If yeah, you get I know, sick, but like, you don't like it's it. more like, I feel like it's, it's better off just to smoking weed than smoking the cigarettes. That's, that's my point is like, why cigarettes? Well, weed is illegal in some states. But it's not, but it, like we've talked about earlier with Caden Salter, it's more accepted now than, I, I think people, like if you take away like the legality of things, people are more like, yeah, smoke weed more than cigarettes. Yeah, I do we fully understand and know what, the long-term effects, and I, I, I'm not pleading. I'm pleading kind of in, ignorance on this. And I've I've smoked weed before, fair share. Uh, that's fine. I. What are the long-term effects compared to cigarettes? We what? know cigarettes cause cancer. Do weed? Does it cause any health problems? Has that been scientifically diagnosed? Uh, I'm I asking. Mean, I, I don't. Know. I, I don't know. Like tobacco, more dangerous to your lungs than marijuana, is what I. Is yes, like, is, I think that's confirmed. Right. But, that's what I'm saying. I, I just like, I, my, my point was like smoking cigarettes, like for somebody who is currently like 18 years old, why, like what, vape. Makes, but we don't know enough about vaping. Right. I know. I'm with you on that. Right. And so, so what's like, better Austin, right? So is it real cigarettes or vaping uh, a complete unknown that could uh, mess up the molecular structure of your lungs in 20 years? Because again, you've been I don't sucking know. On I, I don't know. Vape. I've, I've maybe smoked. I've smoked less than five cigarettes in my entire life. And so I don't know. Like I, I don't, I don't vape either. So I have no idea. You don't vape, bro. No, I don't vape, bro. But again, like I, I don't. Cause I, I don't feel like, like you vape more than you'd smoke cigarettes right, because but my, of my point, the ability. My point is I don't know how cigarettes are still a choice that somebody makes with all the information we know. Like I understand why, why they would make a choice to try to vape or smoke weed or whatever that cigarettes is something that I don't understand why people start because we all know how bad it is. Well, it's, it's any, it's anything. It's any vice or substance, right? It's alcohol is the same way. But my alcohol point is, is not great there, for your liver. Over my point term. is there are so much more alternatives to serve the same purpose as cigarettes. Just don't choose cigarettes. That that's what, that's what I'm saying. And weed is that alternative or vaping. And but we don't know about vaping, but we, we, no, but we know a lot about cigarettes and we know that that's a bad decision. And so and we should do something that we don't know about for the long-term effects on vaping. You just don't do the thing that 
is did you do vape you vape more than you would smoke cigarettes I, probably because you have more access to do it in different places what if i just vaped on the show <laughs> that would be so annoying it would just, be i mean it's basically what you're doing with that stress straw just clouds of smoke throughout the show <laughs> i have a funny story that about could be me. a magic bucket <laughs> vape throughout the show tomorrow i'd be sick i'd be a, sick I have a funny story about Les Miles and vaping. Uh, so uh, a couple of years ago, Les Miles was in a recruiting meeting and he was like halfway paying attention to what his assistant coaches were talking about. Uh, and so uh, the, one of the coaches says, well, one of our recruits got in trouble for vaping. Coach Miles goes, he lost his baby. And like he was like, what? He, he thought he heard that he lost his baby. And then the coach said, no, Coach, he was vaping. And Les Miles goes, what the hell's vaping? <laughs> so that's my vaping story uh, that I know that. All right, anyway. Uh, so, again, I, Nate, Nathaniel, how did we fall down this hole? Uh, endorsements, NIL, airports, smoking in airplanes. Why do people smoke cigarettes? Vaping. Now vaping. Long-term effects. Yes. Now, now we are here. Now we are here. Babies. Right. Babies. Yeah. All right. So let's get to Ain't That Good News. We end our week every week with Ain't That Good News on every Friday. Ain't That Good News. But first, let me tell you guys about our folks over at Renters Warehouse. If you want to upgrade your financial portfolio, Renters Property is a great way to do it. And RentersWarehouse.com, they do all of the work for you. Head to the website. That's RentersWarehouse.com. You can find out how much your home, how much your property can rent for. They create extra cash flow for you and your family. Or if you're on the renter side of things, they've got a ton of different inventory all over the mid-state, different levels of inventory, different prices, whatever it might be. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Make sure you download the app today. You win a little bit of money, as Austin and I have enjoyed our time at BetMGM uh, over the last year, winning some money. I've I've won quite a bit of money, and mine is going to go to my good news a little bit. Shout out BetMGM, but Austin, go ahead. What is your good news? My good news is on Sunday, my wife and I are going over to my grandparents' house, and for Christmas, uh, we got them a, a thing where a service comes into the house, cooks you a big five-course dinner. You eat there. They clean up and go. And so on Sunday, now that we are all vaccinated and we've got time to do this, me and my wife are going over to my grandparents' house and we are having that dinner on Sunday evening. And it's going to be, we got a salad. That's awesome. Salad, appetizer, a main. We're doing some pasta. You get two sides and a dessert. So I'm like ready to just chow down. I, I need an update on Monday on how, if it was good, bad. Because, you know, it's not one of those, like, you know, stick it in the uh, microwave. It is. No, they're actually like, coming they over. Are, yeah, they are professional cooking crew coming into their kitchen, using their stuff, bringing everything, doing all the work, cooking, serving us, cleaning up, getting out, and we enjoy it. Wow, that is good. Uh, yeah, another Let's go through some good news. Man, this is uh, great good news, and w- we wish you uh, well wishes. Finish radiation therapy and hopefully cancer-free for Karen. So yeah. shout out to Karen. We all wish that you are cancer-free. So we are uh, we are thinking about you and your family in that regard. 
BMO says, good news is insurance will cover majority of flood damage on new flooring will be installed. BMO, you know where I'm going with that. New flooring. Call my guys at Calvin and Subtle. They will hook you up if you're an A to Z sports listener. Sean Gill says, I got to take my daughter golfing yesterday. She did great. She's 13, just getting started, but awesome to have something to do together. Because I remember Sean's got uh, a son that plays basketball and now a daughter that golfs. Uh, I don't know what Sean was like as an athlete, but his kids are pretty good. Yeah, they're working, they're working out pretty good. Uh, my good news from LGRW says sold his 2020 Buick Regal and got a 2000 Acura TL saved me about 20 grand right there. Uh, good news. Helmet rule. Uh, a lot of people coming in with the helmet rule. Juan says good news that the NFL is wearing throwback gear. Not this season though. Yeah. So hold your horses there, Juan. Yeah, don't want to get that uh misconstrued. Big Ten Jeff, also good news. Uh, the Velosa coaster is the best coaster in Orlando. Rode it nine times in two and a half days last week. All right, question How many times is, do you pass the threshold of the roller coaster, the same roller coaster being fun? Because nine times in two and a half days, like at that point, like you know what's happening. Like you know, it's the same thing. It may be the best roller coaster, right? right? But again, like I'm not saying nine is the right number, but at what point can you ride the same roller coaster over and over and over and over and over where it is no longer exciting? Depends on how long the lines are. That that I will ride a roller coaster fifteen times if there's not a long line. Yeah, but then like is like time fourteen. You're just like riding. You're like okay, like here's a... no. You start. I mean, I I don't know. I've been on a roller coaster in quite some time. Same. I haven't either. I I, I'm more uh, of a try to jump out of a plane type of guy. Uh, right days. out of college, bachelor party in Atlanta. Went to a Braves game and uh, Six Flags all on the same day, and that was really fun. But like, I I don't know. Like, and Clayton says that's him with Space Mountain. Like, how many times until you're bored of that same roller coaster? I don't know. Good. Hey, good news. Roller coasters are back. Sweet. Right. COVID's going away. Roller coasters are back. Will I get very sick on said roller coaster? Cause I haven't been on a roller coaster since 2012. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, my good news goes to bet MGM providing me the funds to, and cause I'll be out next week, uh, next Friday going to Chicago, going to Wrigley field. I've never been to Chicago before and bought tickets to, Wrigley or to Wrigley Cubs hosting Bryce Harper, your boy in the Philadelphia Phillies got good tickets right behind the visitors. Uh, uh, dugout. dugout. Also, I'll see if I can get a picture or a video. Be like, Hey Bryce, can you say, Hey to my buddy, Austin? We'll see about <laughs> uh, what he says. Uh, he's, but, he probably said nothing. Cause he's a D bag. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. But uh, excited about that trip. Got a lot of things planned. Fourth of July weekend. Um, and do hope everybody's safe over that Fourth of July weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, good Lord, Jeff. Record is 43 times in one day on one coaster. That is absurd. Absurd. Were you the only person there? 43 times on the same roller coaster in the same day? Fast pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, we will see you guys on Monday. Be safe. Be good. Talk to you later. Adios.